And welcome back to another episode of Chasing the Hug with us here and you there. Mm. I am Steve Sackasitz. I will be taking the lead on this entrance segment right now, but I'll introduce my friend who's also joining us today. What is your name, friend? My name is Nick DJ Jazzy Johnson. It is a pleasure to be back with you in podcast form, Nick. And we also have producer Jason here to my right, your left. And... uh, (laughs) Producer Jason. Hey, can I tell you a story about him real quick? Please. Uh, so you know where we work. I'm going into the south entrance. And you know, there's that tree there. And there's all of these squirrels that are usually hungry. They're plump, cute little squirrels. And uh, there was an emaciated squirrel. I was getting out of the car. I saw it. It was really thin. Uh, looked like it hadn't eaten in days. And there's producer Jason standing over the last acorn that has fallen from a tree. You know what he did? He gave it to that nice squirrel. No, he kicked it away from the squirrel. Oh, my gosh. What a heel. What a heel heel move of the day. That poor little guy. He probably died in the winter. But honestly, I can't see that being the case. Jason wouldn't do such things. He's an amazing, amazing person. You think he's a people person? I thought he was a people person until he found out it involved people, and then he hated it. Ah, could be. Hey, by the way, I have to ask you a question, Nick. Sure. Dad joke of the day, go. (laughs) Oh, I've got one for you. What do you have when you have a belt made of watches? A belt made of watches? I don't even know. (laughs) You have a waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey by the way last week we had two episodes go live how about that that's something special i think we've got a really good thing going here we've got the ball rolling yeah no hey i really appreciate you if you were listening out there if you didn't and you're listening now thank you for doing that and uh, we're going to start this off a little bit um if you don't know about what we do in chasing the hug our goal is to make you happy and how we make you happy is whatever you like we're going to talk about that mm. minus we're going to have wrestling because we like to talk about that yeah, part of it buddy in this case though we want to talk about something interesting this is something I'm involved with uh, Nick, actually, and um, it's been really good um, because I hate going to the grocery store and spending a whole boatload of money. And what it happened to be is when I would spend this money on buying groceries, I felt like I was throwing a lot of the stuff away at times, or I was overeating at times because I felt like I had to get rid of it before it would go bad. I see. So a way I felt and my family felt the way we could stop that was going with the home delivery meal service. Have you ever done this? I, no, I haven't. Well, you know, I've tried some of it, but I haven't done it. I haven't gone with the service. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good thing. And I want to talk a little bit about that. Talk about, you know, one of the main reasons why we ended up doing that as a family and then maybe giving you some of the top five options that are out there on that part of it. I know, in fact, actually, with one of the companies I had, we've actually had, we've gone away at times, the meals yeah. delivered. I've given you and your family those meals as well, too. And yeah. um, I believe in that case, we used HelloFresh. In our yes. family, we've used HelloFresh. We've used Blue Apron. Uh, my mother has used the Martha Stewart brand. Um, I think it's Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. You get a uh, <laughs> you get a whole bunch of smoking food. I yeah, don't know. does that come with, like, smoked meat <laughs> and, and, and free tax evasion? Yeah, something. Uh, but it also... Yes. Uh, and also, we've tried Freshly. Freshly is one of the options where it's yeah. actually those like microwave meals already pre-made. You heat it up there. It's a little quick one, which we use kind of in season and for us on that part of it. But um, I would have to say of the options we had, the true ones that we've used between Blue Apron and HelloFresh, um, Blue Apron was good meals. I thought there was good options. They were just a little bit more difficult to make, a little bit more on the uh, slicing and cutting and options. And you know, I'd like to cut it down a little bit. I want fresh food, but I also want them to help me out on that. Sure. They can already pre-slice some things. HelloFresh, I think, did a pretty good job of that for us on that part of it. Yeah, I think when you loaned us the hello fresh uh, we didn't give it back by the way but uh when we got to try that it was really good it was very well prepared uh i'm a little nervous about getting my meals in a box but these things come packaged well am i correct i mean they're they're frozen they've got kind of the uh the freezer uh packs in there that help to keep the food uh fresh and viable obviously it's perishable goods but uh, they're well seasoned well tasted they provide you with all the directions and they're easy simple to follow instructions that's what was amazing to me because i don't really cook i'll burn boil water you know what i'm saying so uh, i was really impressed with how easy it was to follow 
the instructions. Yeah, really easy. Uh, you know, what's also, too, if there's ever a situation where it doesn't deliver on time, uh, they'll refund you the money. They'll send wow. you back brand new stuff. They might say throw away the meat and, you know, uh, you can go ahead and buy your own meat, but using the uh, other other items that it have in there. So they're, they're really good about that. And you know, just to give you a little heads up out there. So if you're interested in, in possibly going this route, um, again, why would you use it? I mean, it's convenient, um, saves you on not having as much leftovers. If you have, are a person who's trying to diet and worry about overeating and those types of things, this is a good way to do it because their portion kind of control between yeah. if it's you and another person, if it's family size as well too, they have options of going up to, you know, feeding your whole family. Top five in order uh, was HelloFresh. I see. Then Factor. Factor. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. Factor is another uh, best pre-made option. So they were the ones that won this award for best pre-made option, which is interesting to try. I suggest you do that. In fact, I will actually probably see if Ashley would be interested in doing that during the season as well, too, because I have less time practices, late time than that part. Third was Green Chef. That's more of your organic yes. and sustainable meals. Okay. Sustainability is key. It is. Uh, then you have the uh, fourth option, which is every plate. Every plate right. is what they consider the best value. Uh, more bang for your buck. And uh, when I say bang, I don't mean the energy drink. Bada boom, bow. <laughs> and then Home Chef was uh, rounding out the top fizzy. Home Chef, top fizzy. Uh, you know, every plate is kind of the newer one on the table, isn't it? I think HelloFresh was uh, one of the originators, at least to marketing first, and then every plate came recently. Well, I think you're confused because usually when you eat dinner, when people are done, you say, can I eat everybody else's plate? <laughs> can I eat every plate? <laughs> All I right. think we got new sponsors. I think we got new sponsors. It'd be great if we did, actually. By the way, too, anybody who wants to sponsor us, we'll take it. Nick is decide, tired of actually making up fake sponsors at the end of the day. I'm excited to hear what that one is as well, too. So They're not fake. You've got some interesting talks ahead of us, uh, things that you think of. Uh, your mind is just a wondrous place. It's a wonderland. It's like it's for John Mayer, but it's not the body. It's your mind. And you brought up a question to me uh, to consider about actors that were originally cast in a series or a film uh, or might have had the role but didn't quite get it. Go into that a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm always intrigued. Um, I think I've told you the story before. I heard this on a comedian one time. He talked about how, uh, and then I'm not a big Star Wars fan, as you know, I've never seen the movie, don't want to see the movie. I can't see um, But rumor had it that uh, Nick Nolte was actually up for the role of Han Solo. And so they always had the gag where it's like, ah, oh, Jesus, Chewbacca, ah, Chewie, ah, Chewie, what the, ah, oh, Shaq, ah, oh, Blue Chips, ah, oh, yeah, Shaq. Yeah, so, yeah, so that was always intriguing to kind of see what, per what people could have been in what movies or TV shows as well and, and ended up either not getting the part, turning the part down, not working out in schedules. And so I have a few interesting tidbits I went and found out on the internet there oh, because I wanted to kind of look into this. Did you happen to look up anybody I, as well? I had some. I hope there's no crossover because we have not like uh, engaged in this prior to this uh, conversation. So I hope there's no crossover. Well, let's, you go for You go one, I go one. Okay. We'll, we'll see what we get. So I'm a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. Uh, I also like Star Wars, but I've got a good Star Wars one later. A huge fan of Lord of the Rings. And I, if you'll remember, there was a Howard Stern interview with Russell Crowe, where he yeah. was he was originally uh, purportedly oh, wow. to be cast as uh, Aragorn uh, for the Lord of the Rings, uh, one of the lead characters in that show, uh, but was not aware uh, of him being cast. He didn't think it was real. He didn't think that Peter Jackson wanted him, and he wasn't really confident in his abilities back then, even though he was up for everything and wanted for multiple roles. He had just done Gladiator. He was really big and over, uh, but wasn't uh, sure that that was a real thing, and it went to Viggo Mortensen, who did an outstanding job. Yeah, never saw the movie. Uh, I hate you. Yeah, no. But I have a good one for you. Give it to me. Guess who turned down the role of Forrest Gump in Forrest Gump? 
Oh, uh, I, I know this one, but it's not off the top of my head, so go for it. John Travolta. Yes, Travolta. John Travolta was up and turned down the uh, role of Forrest Gump and ended up going to Tom Hanks. So yeah. I found that to be, that was probably my top surprise one That's on that one. Surprise. How that would have looked if it was John Travolta instead of Tom Hanks. Um, and I don't know if we would have seen the same character if that was the was case. Was that Battlefield Earth Zero? He was actually, what he did instead, which it still worked out for him, did Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So he had to turn it down to Pulp Fiction. So go ahead. What do you got for next? Movies. Well, Christina Applegate, really mm-hmm. loved her, Married with Children, one of mm-hmm. my favorite television sitcoms. Did you know she was originally considered for the role of um, uh, uh, Elle McPherson, I think it is, in uh, Legally Blonde uh-huh. with Reese Witherspoon? That's and a she good one. just come off of Married with Children, mm-hmm. and she didn't want to kind of play the same kind of character. And Christina mm-hmm. Applegate is really a high IQ, very intellectual actress, and she was looking for other parts. And so she turned that down, and Legally Blonde, as you know, went on to have uh, you know, a couple sequels. So uh, that was one that was interesting to me. You know her best role of all time? Uh, Christina Applegate? Yes. Uh, besides Kelly Bundy? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's anything better. Than Veronica Corningstone. Oh, Veronica Corningstone. That was that just, just phenomenal. San Diego. It means a whale. I, didn't <laughs> I, I don't think it, it doesn't really mean that, Ron. Uh, uh, it, it, it lost in translation. <laughs> Win in Rome. Yeah. How about this one? Okay. In the show Friends, I wasn't a huge Friends fan, but I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, um, you yeah. know, Jennifer Aniston. She played in the role. Yeah. Do you know who actually was up for that role, but they ended up not giving to her because they felt she was too young? I know. Let's go to Saved by the Bell. Tiffany Amber oh, Thiessen yeah. was actually up for that, but she was too young for the part. They decided not to go her route. Rachel Green ended up being Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that's right. Got another one? I, I've got tons of these. Let's go. I don't want to go Bring it back. Boom, boom, but, bing, uh, boom, bang, bing, so bong. really, the one, the Nick Nolte is kind of a rumored thing. The really one that was uh, for uh, Harrison Ford's role in Star Wars was Al Pacino. Al Pacino was offered the role in 1976. And he did not choose it. He did not take it because he thought that Star Wars was too far out. Like out there? (laughs) It was out there. (laughs) How about this one? Okay. Uh, You like this show. You like Modern Family, don't you? I love Modern Family. Yeah. You like Ty Burrell? I love Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell is me. He is me. He is you? That is me. You're Phil Dunphy? I'm Phil Dunphy. Okay. You know who was supposed to be Phil Dunphy? Nah. Matt LeBlanc. No, that was Matt terrible. Matt LeBlanc from Friends was you supposed doing? to be it. He he was offered it. He turned it down because he didn't think he could do the part well enough. He's Ty right. Burrell expect, accepted it. Now, Ty Burrell hadn't done much that I had known prior to doing Modern Family. The one thing I did know he did, okay, again, big horror buff here, Dawn of the Dead. If he you had a chance to see that Dawn of the Dead there, the early 2000s one, Ty Burrell was a very good heel in that movie. Yep. Ty Burrell should have been Matt LeBlanc or could have been Matt LeBlanc. Hey, you know, we have to do the movie game later, too, because Ty Burrell was also in The Incredible Hulk. Wow. Marvel MCU. Nice. Okay, hey, let's, let's, let's go two more two more each yep. real quick. Okay. Uh, this is real fast. Hugh Jackman turned down James Bond, and they got Daniel Craig. And then the last one for me is Jamie Foxx was considered for multiple roles, including Cuba Gooding Jr.'s role in Jerry Maguire, as well as Bernie Mac's role in Charlie's Angels. He turned Interesting. Down. I got two for you here. Right? De Niro was supposed to be Tom Hanks' role in Big. Oh, wow. Okay. Scheduling conflict didn't allow That's it. huge. And then in Titanic, instead of you having the scenario where you have Leo DiCaprio, it could have been Matthew McConaughey. What? One more here. Right, bonus right, one. Right. Bonus one on this one. The uh, Orion Pictures Production Company. Yeah. When they were making the movie Terminator. Yeah. Instead of Arnold, who did the head of Orion want it to be? You're never going to get this I'm one. I'm never going to get Who is huge in the Naked Gun movies? Leslie Nielsen? No. <laughs> Priscilla, Priscilla Presley? No. Think Convicted. Oh, O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> O.J. Simpson Norbert. was who the... The head of Orion wanted, and James Cameron, because I believe James Cameron was the director yeah. of that film, said, uh, we'll listen to him, but we are not going to allow that to happen. OJ is the Terminator? As the Terminator. That's poor taste. 
Man, you know I love wrestling. Wrestling? And I love video games. Yeah, do you? Can we talk about wrestling video games? I'd love to. What do you want to talk about, Nick? Let's talk about all of them. What's the first wrestling video game you played? Oh, it had to be probably uh, WCW Nitro, which I have a copy of here right here You're from the old it. PS1. That's so exciting. Yep. Oh, wow. Mine's a little older than that. It's uh, Great Pro Wrestling from the Sega Master System, 1987. What's a Sega Master System? No, I hate you. Sega Master System was the rival to the Nintendo Entertainment System. So they were competing companies in the 8-bit video game war. I remember Atari. You may not remember. Oh, that. yeah, I know Atari. Yeah, yeah, I know the Jaguar came out prior yeah, to that as well. Yeah, so that's another podcast we talk about. But Great Pro Wrestling was a fantastic game because it had four tag teams, and they played all around the world in four different arenas with four different moves. And uh, it was just a really... But these were, these were non-true wrestlers. These were created... These were not real wrestlers. Yeah. These were... I don't uh, do that. Can characters. Yeah, but, no. you know... This is all we had back in my day. We're talking about 1987 in a one-bedroom apartment. This you had rocks cool. and sticks when you were a kid. You had a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> we did. We we had rocks and sticks, but you don't want to wrestle rocks and sticks. That's true. Unless unless the tag team's name is Rocks and Sticks. Who is that? Is that Dwayne Johnson and Spike Dudley? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. It's really important when you play a video game, and especially play a wrestling one. There's three things I think are important playing sure. that video game. One, it's got to be easy to play. Yeah. It's got to be easy to play. Easy to go on the controller, people to do that. Two. It's got to have a deep roster. Yeah, I agree. a deep roster. You have to have the ability to have multiple, multiple players and characters on there. Not just creating one, but you have deep rosters from wrestlers in the past. I think that's the second one. Yeah. And the third one, the third biggest one I would have is the backstage fighting was key I'm with you, to man. be able to have this. You have to be able to have some backstage fighting, some segments there where you can just go all around the arena to be able to wrestle. Do you remember SmackDown versus Raw? Uh, here comes the pain. Or WWE SmackDown, here comes the pain. Do you have you have it? Not here. SmackDown too. Not SmackDown too. Yeah. But remember the best part about that is taking your guy backstage mm-hmm. and just starting a fight when they do a bump backstage. It was just so immersive for its time and different maneuvers. A deepish roster. It wasn't as deep as they get now. Now they have up to 150, 200 wrestlers in a game, uh, which is pretty awesome. But uh, it was such a deep roster. Some of the coolest characters that were out at the time with The Rock, Brock Lesnar, and just all the different ways you could interact with the environment that was ahead of its time. Yeah, no, it is. And, and I think um, if you look at back at the process of this whole thing, Ukes is currently putting out the game. There's a brand new game for AEW that comes out in 2023, yes. which is AEW Fight Forever. Ukes is going to be, is it Ukes? Yeah, it's Ukes. Yeah, Ukes. Yep. Yeah, Ukes okay. And um, I don't know if you know, but they've been doing the wrestling game for a long time. They actually came out in 1995. Their first wrestling game was a, uh, I want to say this correctly, New Japan Pro Wrestling yes, game. Got it. Uh, and back in 1995. And then they did all of the WWE games from 2000 mm-hmm. all the way up until WWE 2K19. Yep. And then they broke off of that and then actually right now visual complex or concepts, concepts is the one who's taken over the 2k games for the wwe yep. where now ukes has taken over aew it's gonna be interesting to see what they come in that gameplay what it's gonna be like I, you know i think that um the one thing that aew i think has done a very good job of with aubrey edwards and with Lovely. kenny omega yep. there are some really big time wrestlers that are actually big time gamer heads yep. that are really involved in this gaming system and building this game so i'm excited to see what they can do with that yeah i think it's going to be not necessarily realistic but it'll have those elements that you spoke about. I know that Kenny was very passionate about being easy to pick up and play, very passionate about having a deep roster, and very passionate about simulating a lot of the effects of pro wrestling uh, for the fans that like that style of AEW type wrestling. Have you played uh, the current generation uh, WWE games, WWE 2K22, 20-ish? So every time I think about buying them, I don't for the fact that I always hear these these bugs in these games that make it where it's just not fun to play. They really haven't made updates other than rosters. They really haven't changed it. Uh, I've been looking for Again, it's not very easy to play as 
difficult right. too. They make it more difficult than that part of it too. Well, 2K22 has got a little bit more ease of play, but it doesn't have that same atmosphere. It's not like a real pro wrestling environment. It's more like a fighting game a little bit to some extent, and that's really turned a lot of fans off. Here's where AEW Fight Forever is going to be a little different. They've got some mini games built into the game. So now if you're a wrestling fan, you're you're trying to get Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho, you can do that. But also there's going to be some Mario Party type games built in with AEW characters. This is going to be really fun. We might have to do a, a Twitch, is that what it's called, live stream uh, of us playing that and uh, making fun of producer Jason at the same time. Like it. Steve. No. Tell me no. about no. this issue that no. you have. There's an individual no. out there. There's an individual no. in media and Hollywood. Why? Um, Why? Person you mentioned. Yeah. Um, mm. Who is Ugh. Laura Linney? The bane of my existence, Nick. I cannot stand Laura Linney. In fact, if I were able to create a website for Chasing the Hug to get to Chasing the Hug and listen to our podcast, you'd have to enter IHateLauraLinney.com to get to Chasing the Hug to be able to listen to our podcast. <laughs> I cannot stand Laura Linney. I don't know what it's about her. I just and, and, and maybe she's a, that good of an actress. I cannot stand Laura Linney. I watched Laura Linney. Uh, I mentioned this movie before when we were talking about the idea of what you got from, I think it was a Taco Bell, Bell uh, meal as a kid. You had a Congo concept. She was in the movie Congo. She was. She was, she was supposed to be the, uh, is the heroine in the movie where the yes. female is the hero, the heroine in the movie. And it looked like I, I act as, she acts as if she was on heroin in the movie. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I couldn't stand her in that movie. I thought she brought it down. Ernie uh, Hudson's the only thing that's good about that movie. There. She's also, you've seen this movie, The Truman Show with Jim yes. Carrey. Okay. Yeah. It, it, okay. So in that movie, she plays his wife on there and she's always out there kind of like what we did in our first segment. Sounds like we're peddling a product. She's <laughs> out there peddling a product because of the show. And she does, she, She's married to him, but she betrays Jim Carrey's trust by pretending to be his wife. And if you've seen the show on Netflix called The Ozark, she plays Wendy Bird. She's Marty's weakness. She's always making stupid mistakes. She's always about her. I, I, just, I can't stand Laura Linney. She's got a smug smile. She's cocky in her movies. I, yeah, it's her. I, I, it, it's, it's, it's horrific. I mean, she should have started the movie with Smile, and it would have been over with. <laughs> I, where does this stem from? Do you think it stems from the kind of the the attitude, the portrayal, uh, how she treated Jim Carrey's character? Maybe when you saw this when you were younger, you think there's like a psychosomatic reaction that you had to her existence. Uh, and that screen? could be just how good an actor Jim Carrey was in that movie, The Truman Show. But I just think she's just horrifically um, this, the, the who she is. Laura Linney as a person is who Laura Linney plays as a character, and I'm not a fan of her. I hope she doesn't do any other movies. I hope you're listening right now, Laura Linney. <laughs> if you are, okay. I want to take your name and make a website that says I hate you and you get to our podcast to listen to it, Laura Linney. Okay. And you know, I'm, I'm mad at you for not knowing who she is because I want you to make you not to like her as well. I hate the word hate because I hate to hate people. I just do not like her in when she does stuff to make money for herself. I feel like you're chasing the heat right there. You're not really chasing the hug. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to have Laura Linney come over here and try to apologize to me for all the, the stuff that she's done in Hollywood. She, I don't need her to. Oh, so you would not demand an apology from her. If Laura she Lee. tried to come over to me and apologize, you know what I'd say to her? What would you Go say to apologize her? to Jim Carrey, what you did to him, Truman Show? Would that make it better for you? Uh, I, if he accepted it, I'd be like, okay, maybe there's some consideration. But then I'd say, you know what? Now go say you're sorry. To everybody, you did everything in the Ozarks, okay? Ruth, <laughs> Ruth's not here with us anymore. Spoiler alert. Ruth. But Ruth's not here because of Laura Linney. All right. Laura Linney. Top rope, superplex, through a table. Yes or no? Laura Linney would be what the Dudley boys did to uh, May Young. May Young. <laughs> and and uh, it wouldn't be anything what uh, Mark Henry did with May Young. <laughs> Top rope, uh, power bomb, through two tables. On fire. On with fire. With tax. <laughs> 
All right, folks, this has been our show. We want to thank tonight's sponsor. It's brought to you by Quakerade. Quakerade, when you need to pick me up and you don't want to know what Bill's put in that cup, reach for a Quakerade. Quakerade, the hydration drink of the hustling Quakers. Earlham College not responsible for stomach issues or tissue damage post-consumption. Drink responsibly. Again, we are so glad you listened to this episode with us of Chasing the Hug. I am Steve Saxon. He is Nick Johnson. You there, us here. We ask you to listen to us on Anchor FM, on Spotify, on iTunes, on Apple uh, CarPlay, on Android Auto, on anything you have the ability to listen to. And Nick has one more thing to say. Yeah, just join us next time when we discuss the chemical composition of polyethylbutanase infused with vibranium. The Laura Lenny segment was fire. 